name is Felicia Wright, and this is the Go Rogue Podcast. Do you feel stuck? Does every day feel like Groundhog's Day? Well, I'm here to tell you it's time to take charge of your life and know that you are meant for more than this. It's time to go rogue. This podcast is for people that are ready to say enough is enough and discover their new normal with entrepreneurship. Get ready because your rogue journey starts now. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Go Rogue Podcast. I am so excited. I have Debbie here with me. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm incredibly excited to be here and just really looking forward to this conversation today. Yes, Debbie is a powerhouse, so I'm super excited. So I'm going to read a little bit about Debbie here. She was a 48-year-old and did the unthinkable. She left her six-figure Um, 19 year corporate job to become an entrepreneur, not a popular decision. If you ask her family and friends, (laughs) Debbie Cormack is a corporate lackey turned entrepreneurial renegade. She's an international best-selling author and business coach, empowering the introverted female entrepreneur to thrive in her online coaching business and quit her nine to five through her employee to CEO coaching. If you're done being an employee, making others rich and ready to make yourself wealthy in impact, income and soul happiness, she's your gal. That is amazing. I'm so excited to talk to you. Like, this is amazing. All right. So let's get started. Just tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. Let's dive on in. So so I was in corporate for about 25 plus years and 19 years in my last job. And it was a big name company. And, um, you know, one thing I will say is, and, and, you know, my, and this is a true belief of mine, I'm not here to trash corporate corporate did wonders for me. I bought my first house by myself. I was independent. I was able to get out of debt. Like, you know, it really served me well for the time that I was there until it didn't serve me well. Um, and you know, it was, it was an interesting journey. Um, it was a hard journey, but what finally started to hit me was, um, back in 2012, I started having panic attacks Wow! from the stress. Okay. And I, I didn't leave my corporate job until 2018. Wow. So for, for six that. years, I was like, just, and, and each day, each week, each month, each year that went by, it just got worse and it got worse and it got, and, and look, I'm a resilient person. And I was like, things change, life changes, things happen, you know, let me just wait it out. Let me just stay resilient. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I've done really well so far. I'm making good money. I've got like the right, the 401k and the the benefits and all this. And what was interesting is by the time I actually left, um, people were no longer getting pensions. They were no longer getting 401ks as they came in, like new people coming in. Yeah. Using raising the pension. Um, our benefits were actually quite stinky. So that safe and secure corporate job kind of really wasn't even all that safe and secure anymore. Mm-hmm. And that in fabulous company that I worked for while, you know, when I first got there, like people had, you know, the, 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 the their logo, like, you know, basically tattooed <laughs> on their arm. By the time <laughs> I was leaving, people were like, how do I scrape this thing off? Wow. Like it just changed so much. And I became, indis- I, I, I became dispensable. Like mm-hmm. you're a number, we'll replace you tomorrow. There, like there became no loyalty anymore. And that's when I was kind of like, 
okay, there's no loyalty. Yeah. They don't really care about me the way I desire to care about people. My work is not really meaningful. It's not really valuable. I'm not impacting lives. I'm doing a good job. Like I'm, you know, I'm doing a good job. That's great. But yeah. what am I doing on this planet? So by the time, like two, it was 2016 when I was sobbing on the bathroom floor for the umpteenth time that month. Wow. I, like I was crying so hard. No like sound was coming out. Like okay. my mouth was just gaping open and nothing was coming out until like I tried to breathe and it was like, ah! and uh-huh. like blood vessels around my eye sockets because I was crying so hard. Wow. It was that particular time on the bathroom floor when I was like, there is something not right about this. Mm-hmm. I'm working myself to death. I'm having panic attacks. My uh, cortisol is through the roof. Like I'm, I'm physically dying. I'm emotionally dying. Mm-hmm. This cannot be what all my hard work was for. Like I, I did what I was supposed to do, right? Yes. I went to college. I got my MBA. I got the six-figure corporate job. For what? Were you in a high-pressure job? Yeah. Okay. I feel like almost all jobs are high pressure because they, they saddle you with more and more and more as the years go on. And I love that the fact that you brought up that this job that was supposed to be so secure was not so secure anymore because I'm finding more and more as I talk to people, these jobs that we thought were like the best jobs ever, they're just not, that's not the case anymore. It just isn't. Yeah, it just isn't. And it did used to be, right? It did yeah. used to be. But as time goes on, it's just not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I found, like, especially when you're conscientious and in this particular company, like being type A is almost a requirement. Like we're driven, we're motivated. We yes. like, we're, you know what I mean? We're self-starters, we're go-getters. And that's what has us thrive. And that's what has them pli- pile more onto us. Mm-hmm. But so, so then take that in, in, and into the entrepreneurial space. When that woman who's crying on the bathroom floor. Cause like, I mean, we're, like we're getting, we're digging into my why, like my why and the story that I kind of tell is like, I, my purpose on this earth, I feel is to reach out my hand to that woman on the bathroom floor. Say, come on, honey, take my hand. I got you. We're going to do this together. Oh, that's so powerful. Like I felt, I feel so motivated by this because I'm like, I was there. Mm-hmm. I was at such a low point that I was like, this cannot be what I worked my bottom off for so many years. And like, you know, I'm, I, at the time that that happened again, I was 46 years old and I was like, and I have how much longer to be in this company to retire? Like, I'm not going to make it like, I mean, not, not to throw an element of extreme into it, but I was like, I'm going to die. Like the, the, the stress is going to put me into an early grave. And I was like, I don't want that. You know, and how, how, what can I do to help other women? Again, if corporate is for you and you thrive on it, fabulous girl, have at it, do your thing. But for the woman who has decided this is not for me, I am meant for something more. I have a calling to serve other people, to help other women. What, you know, if you're a life coach, a health coach, like whatever it is that you desire to do, let's figure it out. Let's get yes. you out of that. Let's find your happy. And by the way, you can make some doggone good money 
Mm-hmm. Doing work that lights you up and you feel fabulous about. And you're impacting lives. Like, yeah, and a lot of people just don't realize that. Like, I think the perception of entrepreneurship is that it's difficult. You never make any money. And that could be the case in the beginning. Like, you, you might have to take some time to get there, but you will get there, provided you don't give up. So I want to take you back to, unfortunately, on the bathroom floor. And what, what was the next step for you? Like, in that moment, like, what did you do right after that? Like... Well, I, I got myself together because I had deliverables due, right? And I, yeah. I tended to my deliverables. And I had started my business at that point. Mm-hmm. I had started my business in, in January of 2016. And this like sobbing on the floor happened. I, I don't even remember what month it happened that year, but it was sometime that year where I had started my business already feeling like I had a calling. And then when that happened, I was like, I have to make this my mission. Like yeah. I have to do this. So but I dabbled, right? I straddled doing both, right? And which is hard because when you're working 10, 12, 14 hours a day, yeah, totally depleted. Like I would be working on weekends sometimes even, and then there was travel and I'd be up at midnight in a hotel room waiting for someone to get me their piece of the pitch so that I could put it together and present it at eight o'clock the next morning. And like, so by the time you're like done with that, like the job that pays the bills, Mm-hmm. I, there was very little energy left. My creativity was gone. So it was not, you know, it's not an easy thing to do to straddle, but I was like, I don't care. I am doing this. So little by little, little, I'd get a post out. I do a live stream. You know what I mean? Like little by little, I was like, let me give whatever value I can, whatever I can muster out of my exhausted, stressed out body, because I'm going to do this. I made a decision. I said, I am going to do this. I am making a choice. I am deciding to do this. And I'm just going to keep going until I get to where I want to be. And that that was, that was like two years that I did the straddle. It was, it was about two and a half years by the time I actually made the jump. So in 48, I was at my job 19 years and I was going to wait until December. And I was like, what am I waiting for? I'm going in September. So at the end of September last year, I, I left. I, you know, I mean, look, I, I, I'm also a very like, you know, stable-minded person. I'm like, you know, let's be realistic here. Let me make sure I have a little nest egg. Let me make sure mm-hmm. I have some, right. Because you and I know in our world, right. Income's mm-hmm. going to be up and down and up and down and you're going to have fabulous months and you're going to be way up and then you're going to way down. So I was like, okay, let me make, you know, make sure that I've got some things set up so that I don't fall flat on my face. And if I fall flat on my face, I'll deal with that at that time. But I was, I decided that this was going to work for me. So I, I, I just kept going and I kept forging ahead and I, I just figured out a way to do it. I love it. And like the best part of what you said, uh, of course, all of it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> was you made a choice because that's really what it boils down to. And you have to really make a choice and commit to it and say, you know, enough's enough. And I don't know if you know, I resigned from teaching in May of last year. Yeah. And I literally made that choice two years prior. And it's it's so funny. Like I was like, okay, in two years, I'm going to quit. And then that last year I was like, man, this is the year I'm supposed to quit. I better get my button gear. And I did, and I did it. So it was, I, I had made that choice. You made the choice. And that's what propelled us forward. So if you're out there and you're kind of like 
wishy-washy, that's not going to get you to where you want to go. Like, it's all about making a choice and sticking with it. So that's awesome that you said that. And I think that's the second piece of it, right? Sticking with it, making that commitment Mm -hmm. to yourself and saying, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up for me. I don't care what anybody says. Cause right. It, my, my choice to do this, like not only did like my family think I was nuts, my friends were like, you're off your rocker. Like, why would you leave a, you know, an over six figure job that no. you've been there for 19 years? Like, what are you doing to go do something like that? And they, and most of them, because they're more in that traditional mindset, they're like, to do what, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're teaching, what are you teaching people? And like, <laughs> like what, they just didn't quite understand, but yeah. you know, I'm in this space. I get it. I know that the women are dying, like just so wanting to come into this space and follow their heart. And it's, it is hard, but you know, one of the things we were talking about just kind of before we came on was like investing in people, yeah. right? Like, I think, and, and I, and I, and I made this mistake when I came into the online space because I, First of all, I, I, I did invest in, in people, but I invested in the wrong people. But then I was like, oh, I, I better invest in stuff. I have, mm-hmm. Let me pay thousands of dollars for a website that, by the way, most people don't even go to, right? Because exactly. once you have a connection with people, it's just like, oh, okay, that's a nice, a nice thing to have and to go and find out more information about you. But once we have the connection, we have the connection. But like, girl, I got business cards. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I doing in the virtual world with business cards? I spent a couple hundred dollars on, I have to have a logo. I have to have business cards. And I, oh, okay. You went down the rabbit hole. I, I went down the rabbit, the rabbit hole. hole. Because <laughs> again, if you think about the corporate mindset, I had business cards in my corporate mindset, right? Okay. Like when I had my job, I had business cards. And when we go to business meetings, oh, hi, I'm Debbie. And this is what I do. And this is the company I work for, right? Like that's, that's the world I knew. So that's what I thought was part of being successful in this space. And what I work with um, my audience and my sisterhood and my tribe on is the mindset. Because here was the key for me. Because well, when I was in corporate, did not know the word mindset. Oh, it wow. Had never heard it. I came into the online space and I was like, okay, that sounds a little woo-woo to me. Yeah. So I started learning about it. And then I started learning about the science, the true science behind what people consider the woo-woo and how we can change the neural pathways in our brain. Hello? Like, mm-hmm. there is some stuff happening here, some powerful stuff. And what I came to understand is the mindset of the, the woman in corporate America, that successful woman, very, very different than the mindset of the successful female entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. But the successful woman in corporate America doesn't know that yet. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. You come into this space and you're following what you knew that made you successful there. They don't understand that that path is not what gonna, what's going to make you successful over in the entrepreneurial space. So you have, and that's why I say invest in people, because when you find that person, that coach who can guide you, you can bypass so much of that stuff so much more quickly. Like, like I pride myself on how can I truncate that timetable now that I've made my, my blunders and fumbles and, you know, all mistakes that I made, right? Because we all made them, but how can I shorten that for the clients who, who come to me and, Mm -hmm. you know, make it like, dang girl, let's go. Like, yep. Like you don't need this. You don't need that. 
you know, let's figure out what you do need and let's run with what you do need and what's going to make you impact right away. Like, you know, one of my goals is if I, if we do some free stuff together, because oftentimes I'll do like a free little coaching, like my, my nail your message call, right? It's a yeah. free half hour. You get a lot done in a free half hour. And from that, if you get results before you pay me a penny, woo, I've done my job. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I've done my job well enough that you'd actually want to continue working with me. And, and, you know, then I start making money, but like, my main goal is let's get you clients. Let's get you revenue coming into your business because mm -hmm. when you have clients coming into your business and revenue coming into your business and you're propelling forward, you're a lot closer to leaving that nine to five behind. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you offer that because I know when I first ventured into the online space, it was like the okay corral. I was like, what's going on here? Like, I don't understand what they're saying. So like offering that free 30 minute session is essential because people that are just thinking about like, well, maybe, maybe I can do this. Like you can really open their world up because that is what a lot of us needed when we first started. It's like, please open up my world so I can realize the possibilities of this. Yeah. That's where people get stuck. Well, I think too, and, and not a lot of people agree with this. And I, I hear so much in the online space, like stop giving your services away for free, which I, and I understand that point, but mm -hmm. my perspective, again, we talked about like maybe my perspective in this, in this space is a little different, but like when you go to, you have, you know, of like a Costco wholesale or BJ's wholesale, right? And yeah. every Saturday and Sunday, you have those cute little ladies with their hair nets on, and they're saying, here's a cracker sample. Would you like some cheese, right? <laughs> so you get to a free sample before you buy the whole $10 box of crackers, right? That's mm -hmm. going to last you seven months, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but my point is, like, and, and this is what I tell people, look, whether you choose to work with me or not, politely cyberstalk someone you think you want to work with. Get, get their free stuff, get on a free yes. call with them, talk to them, watch, get into their group, watch their live streams, right? Check out their posts. What do you have in common with them? Are mm -hmm. they a mom and you're a mom? Do they also have a brick and mortar and they're in the online space? Uh, do they, anybody who's following me will tell you two things. I have two baby Nigerian dwarf goats and I love hot cocoa, right? And the way they got <laughs> to know that is because they've been following me. Right. Mm -hmm. so, so that's the way they get to know your personality. What are the results that that person gets for their clients? Right. Yes. Are those the results you're looking for? So, you know, because I did not do a lot of this when I had actually my first couple coaches were blunders for me. Oh. Expensive lessons learned, time wasting lessons learned. But um. I took away from them. Oh, dear. I needed to do a better job with picking the person that I'm going to pay some, some hard earned money to. So yeah. I always recommend that like, yeah, do get, get some free stuff because you know, when I talk about my journey with people and the, and the journey I take my clients on, there's some free stuff in there because I want to get to know you and I want you to get to know me. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if we're going to work together, our energy better be a good match. And the way for us to do that is to kind of do some stuff for free together. I mean, I don't let myself get taken advantage of. And at a certain point, you know, we're going to have to start to have some payment involved. But yes. by the time that happened, by the time 
anyone comes to say, I want to hire you to be my coach in my six month coaching program. We've spent hours on the phone together. We are are on the zoom, you know, zoomy thing together. Like we know each other. Like I don't even have to sell them at that point. You know, like at that point, they're just kind of like, what's the name of your program? What, like, Oh, uh, where do I send the money? Right. Like what are the details? It doesn't really matter. Let's do this thing, you know? And then of course I'm like, okay, well, you know, you probably want to know the, the details of like what you're going to get. But by yeah. that point, they're just so sold on me. And that's what I want for, for people. Again, whether it's me or some other coach, you should be to the point where your soul sold on that person, what you know they're going to, to provide to you, the support they're going to give you. Like your energy is good. They mm-hmm. almost, like I know from my coach, I, for her, even, I did not know what she was offering. I did not know what it cost. Like I knew she wasn't like, you know, pay me $10,000 a month, but you know what I mean? Like I knew she wasn't like crazy high out of my range, but I was just like, I don't care. I know you're the person to work with me. And that's how my, my goal is anyway, to have my clients who are coming me by the time we get to that point that they're like, no brainer, you know? And, and, And that's what for me makes like the selling part easy because I'm not selling. It's just the next step in our relationship and let's do this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah that's so important because I know a lot of people out there are looking for a coach but they just don't know where to start and then even like going down the rabbit hole in the beginning you see all these people talk about all these systems and all these things that they have it's like yeah it's like I'll take one of those and I guess I'll take one of those too and next thing you know you have all these little payments that amount to like $300 a month and it's like what am I doing like I don't even have any clients. So that's a really good point, like investing in people, because that was something I was actually scared of in the beginning. I was like, I don't know. I guess I'll just buy the system I don't know how to use instead. <laughs> I think about it too, like, I think part of the, the mistakes that I made was that I think that the gals in this space talk about it like shiny object syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, because we don't know, because, and back to kind of that entrepreneur who's coming from the online, from the corporate space, who's like type A, go-getter driven. She comes into the space and she's like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to learn everything I need to do. I'm a researcher because I, you know, am intelligent. I'm going to go Google stuff. And yes. next thing you know, you've got all these little bits and pieces from all these different people because, oh, right. I saw this. Let me buy it. I saw that. Let me buy it. Because we're trying to figure it out. And yes. that's why I'm kind of like, well, well, wait, not that that's necessarily bad, right? Like, look, I'm all about education. I like to continue learning. So there's nothing wrong with continuing to learn. But when we're in this almost um, panic-stricken mode of, yes. I don't know enough. I got to figure it out. Let, let me get all these things that I'm seeing. Everybody else is doing this. I got to do it too. When you find, when you, when you politely cyberstalk and find the right coach for you, but she can help you navigate that, right? She can Mm -hmm. help you determine, okay, yes, these things are useful. These things you don't really need. Okay. Okay. And then here's the, here's some things that maybe you need down the road as you grow. Right. So I think having that help is crucial. And, and I'll also mention, I waited a very long time to hire a VA. Really? And I'm so like, when I finally did, I was like, oh, thank goodness I did this because she was able to take off of my plate so much time consuming stuff that I wasn't good at. I didn't enjoy doing. I had a hard time figuring out. I wasted a lot of time trying to figure out, 
so that I could like say, okay, my zone of genius is working with women one-on-one, coaching them. I love writing. I, I'm fabulous at creating content. Like these are the things I know how to do well. So let me do my thing and I'm going to hand off to you <laughs> the stuff that you're good at that I don't care to be good at and I don't care mm-hmm. to learn about. That made a world of difference in my business. Um, you know, because now I have someone kind of taking that stuff over. I mean, you know, it took a while. We have built up trust. Now she knows my language, right? So I can just say, hey, I need this thing created and she can create it for me. I yeah. look at it to make sure it still sounds like me. Um, but it's just been so helpful so that I can focus on coaching, right? Yeah. Like that's what I'm here to do. Um, so, so I like to me, my biggest things where I'm like, invest in people, invest in a coach and invest in some help. Um, and I know people are scared to do it because they're like, well, I need to make money before. Uh-huh. Yes. I do things. And yes. I'm telling you that, yes, this makes completely logical sense. And I get why people think that. And I get why they say it. That's also why I did what I did, but now I know better. And I'm like, if you invest in these people, you're going to start to make the money because they're going to help you find the path, right? Like, especially Mm -hmm. the coach, I would do the coach and then I would do the VA a little while after, right? Because the coach can be your guiding force, right? And that's why I say to me, I'm like, one of my main goals is, I mean, I don't know. Hey, if, if somebody I've worked with for free can find a client before we ever start working together. All right. Like I'm exhilarated. Like, okay, girl, let's do this. Let's figure out how to duplicate this and do more of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like it's, it's such a logical way of thinking. It's such a corporate way of thinking, right? Yes. Don't put the cart before the horse. Uh Uh-huh. Right. We've heard this all of our lives and it's like, it's scary. But and again, when we politely cyber stock and we find the right person for us, that person is going to guide us to bring that money in, to bring the money in that's going, that, that probably will pay for the coaching that you're getting. And you know, I feel like you're coaching me right now because I'm one of those people that, I mean, I have so many projects running and it's all me. And I talked to my business coach yesterday and she's like, why don't you have an assistant? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Cause it's scary. I'm afraid to let people into the, like the backside of my business. Like I'm, I'm petrified. So that's actually something I'm working on doing this week is to get help because I've got so much going on. So it's good to hear that. Like my business coach told me, you're telling me like not on purpose, but you're telling me too. So I think that's, awesome that you said that because I think it's it's true it holds you back because you're trying to do it all right and 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 there's and we just can't possibly do it all mm-hmm. and honestly I feel like I have been like it's gonna sound weird but like a, a, a lightening up like a lightening up of uh, like weight off of my chest knowing that and again yeah you mm-hmm. have to find the right person you have to trust them there's some training involved, right? There's yes. some like get, getting used to each other and stuff like that. But now that that's established, I have total faith and confidence in her and I can just hand off, right? So for you, like, oh my goodness, you're going to feel such a weight lifted off because you'll be like, I know my jam. I know how to do it. And this is what I want to focus on, right? Like that'll free you up to put all that energy that you have 
into what lights you up and what lights you on fire, right? Instead of being Mm -hmm. like, oh, I have this dreaded task that I need to get done because it's only me, right? Because we all start out as solopreneurs. We all start out. Nobody has a team when they first start out. So Mm -hmm. that's why I can like, for me, the priority is get a coach who can guide you and get somebody to help you so you can really focus in on growing your business. Yeah, I'm on that second part. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to grow your business when you're doing every single thing that needs to be done in your business. It's hard. It is really hard. Uh, You offered some great advice on this. Like, this is my, actually my coaching session right now, you guys. (laughs) 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 We didn't know that was going to happen, so I just got coached on here. (laughs) So um, I wanted to ask you one last question. What if, if there's a woman crying on the bathroom floor and she doesn't know what direction to turn and she doesn't even have a business, what advice would you give to her to help her go rogue and really start living her life on purpose and for herself? I think one of my biggest things is to to, to look inward, Mm -hmm. right? What fills your soul? What do you love doing so much? Say it's with girlfriends. Like, what do your girlfriends come to you for? Hey, I need your help with this. You're so good at this. Can you help me with this? That you feel good about helping that person, right? Take that passion and turn it into a business. And then second and most important, stay resilient. Because it's hard. Stay resilient and reach out reach out for help, reach out for support, find sisterhood. And I'll tell you, the sisterhood part came very hard for me. I felt very alone in this online space for the first good couple of years. And it was hard to find people who I resonated with, who Mm -hmm. understood the corporate versus the entrepreneurial, right? They didn't all come from that space. But surround yourself with supportive, loving people who are going to cheer you on in this journey. Cause it's, I didn't have support. Like even, I mean, like I said, my family, my friends, they thought it was nuts. Even my boyfriend was just kind of like, uh, I don't, I don't really know what, what this is about. Trying to start a business from that place is really hard because you're already fearful. You already have no idea what you're doing. You don't have support. So yeah. I think like follow your heart, stay resilient and surround yourself with people who are going to support you and encourage you in doing it. For me, I didn't find that in my local environment of people who surround me. I found it in the online space. Mm. I finally started connecting with women who resonated with my collaborative ways, who resonated with my giving nature, who were on board and saying, yes, everyone, let's help each other, right? Mm-hmm. When I finally started to, to find women like that, my confidence burst, my, it, like burst in a good way, like flourished, flourished burst. Like, yeah. I, like I just started to feel like, yes, I am in my zone. I am flowing. I've got the, the magnetic energy going here. And it took a long time, but I think those things, follow your heart, stay resilient and surround yourself with supportive people. What's that? I know I should know the person's name. There's a person who basically says about the, the, the five people you surround yourself is what you become. Um, I know what you're saying, but I don't know who said that. I I've heard it. Who it is, but yeah. right, it's, it's the five people that you surround yourself who like, 
you want to emulate them. You want them to be your mentors. You want them to be maybe a step or two above where you are now. You want people to look up to, people to support you, motivate you, keep you driven, keep you mm-hmm. wanting to move forward. Those are the kinds of people you want to surround yourself with because on the hard days, because you and I both know, dang girl, there are some hard days. Yes. <laughs> you want those people to be in your corner, in your circle saying, it's okay, girl. We, we've all had these rough days. Tomorrow is a new day. Let's figure it out together. Yes. That's great advice. Um, I completely agree with you. It's like you have to follow what's in your heart because I always tell clients and everybody that will listen that don't get wrapped up in something else that you hate. Yep. So that is amazing. Excuse me. So Debbie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Before you go, please tell people where they can find you, your information. It's also going to be in the show notes, but I'm sure they're going to want to hear it from you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, first and foremost, I do have my uh, free 30-minute Nail Your Message calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do those. I, I pretty much do those anytime because I feel like they're so valuable. Um, so you can just reach out to me and we can set up some time. My website is emergeempowerment.com. My, I have a Facebook group. Is that okay to show the Facebook group? Oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, They're all the things. Excellent. Facebook group is Emerging Empowered Entrepreneurs. Leave your nine to five and thrive as a coach. Um, and it's just filled with um, loads of women who are in that transition, whether they decided yesterday they want to make the transition, whether they've been transitioning for three years, mm-hmm. <laughs> as it took me three years to do, like wherever they are. And this year I'm pulling in experts um, and interviewing them kind of like a podcast type of situation, but just live streams in the group because I have my area of expertise, mm-hmm. but I know that I don't know everything there is to know. Like I don't really know that much about PR, right? So I've got people coming into the group and they're going to be sharing their knowledge and expertise. So it's just a fabulous place of sisterhood, support, resources, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. So uh, feel free to join us there. And I know you're going to put the, um, the link in the, in the notes. Yes. Um, and pretty much on all my social media, it's Emerge Empower. Because okay. the whole Emerge Empowerment wouldn't fit. So I'm on, girl, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, uh, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. I love Pinterest. Um, <laughs> so I'll, they're all Emerge Empower, all squished together, one word. Awesome. Thank you so much, Debbie, for sharing all of that. And again, it'll all be in the show notes. So you can go sh- Cyberstock Debbie, because I know you're going to want to. So thank you again for being on the Go Rogue podcast. I know the women that listen to this are more than likely in the early stages of their business, are ready to go rogue. So all that was amazing information. So thank you again. I am so glad you guys found it helpful. It was delightful being here and I loved getting to know you better. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, Definitely go check out Debbie and even just head over there and just say hello. I'm like, hey, I I caught you on the Go Rogue podcast and I think you're amazing. Yeah, come say hi. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.